hello everyone by the way welcome back yes welcome back again (laughs) we've already started where were you we started ages ago exactly um i've had a bit of a stressful sort of last hour or so in fact i couldn't even watch the episode i couldn't watch every bit as closely as i normally do the talking bits because so i'm doing we're doing i'm doing the edinburgh fringe the talking bits they're almost all the bits yeah exactly (laughs) uh and I had an email come through like, urgent, you have to complete this risk assessment thing, like now, as the deadline was Monday, and I didn't know. Um, and it was it's really long, and it was a lot of stuff in there about fire. Like, are you using fire in your show? No, of course not. Who does, by the way? Who even does? Um, so circus I that. people. Circus people yeah, might exactly. use. exactly. Yeah, but how many circus people even are there at the front? I don't know, right? It's usually it's mainly just comedians. Come on, talking into a mic. But um, I had to do that risk assessment form. Then there was a separate one that was like, if there's not any fire in your show, you need to do a separate fire risk assessment. It's like, anyway, wait, there's a guy in this wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't you have to know. do another risk assessment yeah. for a fire. Oh, I'm slightly concerned now that because I'm going to the Edinburgh Fringe and my venue, yeah. I don't know what this says about my venue. They have not no. contacted me about any risk assessment. No, no, no. Assessment. I've done. I've done shows in your, the people you're doing yours with, and there's no safety there. <laughs> I've never snorted coffee before. <laughs> Don't worry about that. There's no risk assessment. There's nothing to worry about. There's no, if, if, if something happens, I mean, that's it. Anyway, 12 o'clock, come see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on at 5.30. Um, a lot of our listeners are American. I think there's a few British people, but um, so they don't even know what the Edinburgh Fringe is. Big comedy festival. Everyone festival. knows what the Edinburgh Fringe is. They hear about us. They come particularly for the festival. Everyone doesn't know what it is. I don't think that's true. I don't think, I it, think we're lying it, to ourselves. Oh, no. I think people know what the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is. I think what we probably overstate is all the sort of comedy in, you know, ins and outs and the very permutations of awards and things like that. I think people don't really follow it, but people know there's a, a festival in Edinburgh and it involves comedy and arts and film and books. Speaking of fire, there's a guy in this episode who has a lot of fiery stuff going on and I don't think he did a risk assessment. Uh, he would not be getting into your venue. He no. get into my venue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> easily. <laughs> um yeah so this episode episode six of eight i thought there was 10 at first but there's only eight episodes yeah eight is quite the vogue in uh, these things as i've seen on a lot of the seasons you'll find that it's eight episodes is the main thing and actually it's quite nice because i think you don't feel too guilty if you were to binge eight episodes i mean that's eight hours that's only a third of a day but that's a day so you've watched it in a day that's fine your day yeah. off, you've watched The Witcher. It's not too bad. Some things, I mean, even like um, Succession is, I think it's 10 episodes and it's a full hour per episode. Um, and that feels like a lot. I love it. But we're not talking about that. No. Um, Dear Friend is the name of the episode. Uh, Geralt and Siri. Yeah, it starts with them travelling off. If you remember, at the end of the last episode was that whole thing where Siri was trying to have the trial of grasses and then... Geralt is now taking her away on a, a pilgrimage, as it were. Well, travelling somewhere. But before they can get somewhere, mm-hmm. that uh, shrapnel monster. That bloody thing. 
I'm not quite sure if it, I, I know I said that last time. I'm not entirely sure if it is a shrapnel monster, but it looks like it was a monster made of that when it was because everything kind of flew through past Eastrid, Eastrid and Geralt's and made up. I thought that just made up that monster, but now it's quite interesting because that was a bit, it wasn't very clear, which is mm. fine. You know, it doesn't have to show us every single thing, it doesn't have to spell everything out. But like it was because I didn't get that when I watched it, I just saw the shards flying. And then in the next bit, a monster was there, and I didn't put the two together. I yeah, didn't know so, what uh, was going on with the shards. It's either the shards or, as of what happened in the show, a portal opened to another world and they let the monster in, essentially. Right. One of the two. Yeah. Either way, yeah. Um, something terrible happens. Something really terrible happens. Something. How that... can they do this? First Eskel... <laughs> Okay, well, the monster does a big attack. Uh, now, I actually made a note at this point because I, <laughs> I wrote Roach's fear level must be through the roof when, when that monster nearly... I, I didn't know it actually hit Roach. Um, remember in the game, you can't Roach down if there's all these monsters around. Um, and then we see that uh, in the next bit that um, Roach is very badly wounded. Yeah, well, interestingly... They did a kind of slow motion. You remember in like old, old series or old films, they do this thing where some bit of action happens and then there'd be this slow motion to sort of dramatize it. Uh, and they kind of did that in the attack. And you heard this yelp and you're like, yeah, well, that's probably nothing. But Roach is uh, fatally wounded. Fatally wounded to the point where Geralt has to put Roach out of its misery. Uh, do you agree with that, euthanasia? I mean, not that Roach didn't have a say in it. I mean, horses are particularly vulnerable to life-ending injuries. Um, and I think this particular one was... I mean, it was it was claws right across the abdomen, wasn't it? It was all... Like, there was no... There was no surviving it. So it was the... You know, it was the... It was the thing to do, wasn't it? It's hard. Uh, it's hard. And then he, he slits its throat, slits Roach's throat. Um, I don't now, think he, he doesn't slit the throat. He basically he puts, he puts the knife into the side of the the head, I'm sure. Oh, I was thinking, okay. I could I be was wrong. Thinking, how do you know where to go without or hitting bone? I thought because he sort of puts the knife down and the camera sort of pans up because we don't want to see that. Mm. And I thought that he'd just slit. I could be wrong. I mean, you're the medical guy. I mean, I'm I'm not used to ending life. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say I'm not used to horses. <laughs> but I'm used to bone and things hitting bone. And generally bone Ugh. is quite protective of, uh, of makes that stage. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't want him to have... He'd end up just cutting his cheek and Roach just going, ow, why'd you do that, you know? Oh, no. Have um, you played the okay. game in The Witcher 3? Yeah. And I know we go back to this, but it does link in a lot for us. Have you played the game The Witcher 3 where Roach talks to you? I don't think I have. Oh, you've got to go and play this quest. Now, is it a, is it a sort of hidden one or something? How do you... I'm pretty sure it's I haven't not, done that. It's not hidden, hidden. I'll have to have a little... How have I up. missed it? I'm oh, not sure. Is it, is, it a, is it a treasure hunt? I didn't see... This I don't think it's a treasure hunt, but I didn't see this quest until I heard about it. Um, 
and when I played it, I was like, this was worth everything. So it's called Equine Phantoms. Okay. So that's that's the contract. It's a contract. Oh, it's a contract. Okay. Yeah. And is Ro- Roach's male? Blood and wine. It's in Blood and Wine. Oh, I'm on Blood and Wine now. Okay, great. I must have missed it last time. Um, now you have to tell me this. It's very important. Does Roach die in any of the books? I haven't finished reading all the books yet, but so far he's not died. Why would they do this? Even if he did but die in the books, don't doesn't mean you have to do it. Don't do that. Yeah, it why have... hey, it was almost like it, it was almost like a hybrid for me, this this experience of watching Roach die of The Witcher, but also Red Redemption, uh, Red Redemption 2, because your horses can die all yeah. the time there. And you I was spend, thinking that. You spend a lot of time in that game, like building up, you know, relationships with your horses. But obviously in The Witcher, Roach is Roach. You know, everything's Roach. But, That's it. It's very different. Yeah. Um, also, you um, if your horse is badly injured in Red Dead Redemption 2 and you don't have the uh, medicine for it, you have to shoot it in its head. So... Anyway, I, I, I'm surprised they, they killed Roach. I really didn't expect them to do that. And I, I, I yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't finished watching the whole series yet, so maybe he well, comes no, it's back. A good, it's a good question. What happens? Does he just, does the does he emotionally just be, remain emotionless and just rename another horse Roach? I assume that's what's going to happen. Oh, no. Wait, so are you telling me that Roach all along has been like 100 horses? I think so. I think that's just what? what he calls his horses. I didn't know that. It might be it's like groundbreaking. It might be like witches speak for brother, but in animal terms. No, because <laughs> he wouldn't. He would call every horse Roach. Then he doesn't do that. He's not going around calling every. He's not saying hello, Roach, whenever he sees a horse. I think I, I reckon he will call every horse. We'll, we'll see anyway. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. So uh, yeah. So that happens. Sadly. They kill the beast. Um, kill the beast. Quite an exciting start to the episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah and it reminded then... again something else it reminded me from. This is a really weird reference, but um, yeah. well, not a weird reference, just uh, slightly odd. But do you remember? Have you ever watched Braveheart? Um. Yes, a long time yeah, ago. Movie with Mel Gibson. Yeah. And um, there's a bit in it where they're about to launch into a fight on a battlefield, and uh, he's saying, "Hold." Hold, hold, and that's what Geralt does with Siri before the oh, beast yeah. attacks. It's a like, hold, and then Geralt jumps off and dives. And I was thinking, oh, I wonder if that was inspiration from Braveheart. Probably not, but you never know. But yeah, he does a good job of killing it. And then yeah, straight into more action because that baddie with the fire shows up and attacks uh, Vesemir and Triss. Yeah, so and he's portaled like... into Kaer Morhan and then starts setting fire to everything. Pretty much what would happen in uh, in our Edinburgh venues, basically. You're just a little bit Yeah, just you're... made of straw. It just like go yeah. up, just like... Pfft. I've done a risk assessment. So yeah, you'll be happen. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got um, a fire exit. I, um, I don't know. Now, this is the thing. So like I said, I had to, to fill in all this stuff as I was watching the episode and I can't remember how that ends that bit. That bit ends where Vesemir is knocked unconscious and Triss yeah. runs to his help. And then she shouts for someone, Triss does, 
Who does she shout mm. for? It's a quiz question for you. Who does she call for? Who would you call in that time of need? You called Geralt, but he's not around, right? No, he's not. No. I don't know. Lambert. Oh, Lambert. Lambert. Would you? Oh, Lambert's yeah, well. an idiot. So, um, and and the other character we we haven't learned in this what the other character's called, have we yet? No, we haven't. And I've do you know what the name is? That. No. Did they say it in this? I don't think they. I did. don't think they have. I know who it is. Okay. Well, you don't have to tell me. I, I, I can have wait. To do either. Yeah, sure. No, I'll, I'll wait. I'm, okay. I'm happy with all the little surprises. Like this is what's great. You know, I don't know what's going to happen in this. Yeah. Well, th- and, this is quite interesting because yeah. it's quite divergent from what the books are as well. So it's got some elements of it, but others that haven't. So you remember that whole story with um, that's going on at the moment with the NFL losing a power and the that strange source that's not that's come from the story from the netflix it hasn't come from the books um but also this next bit we get onto where siri goes to um i've forgotten what it's called but see mother nenica yeah the school what's it called it's not school is it it's um uh it's like a temple yes where it's all neutral yeah so that is a huge chunk of the book where mm. Siri goes there and undergoes sort of training, learning, and guys. It's where Geralt learnt his signs. Yeah, you know, well, that's what they said, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. And he did a he did an odd so bad he nearly destroyed a wall. That's one of the funny stories that they do. Um, and that character in in the so we're at the school now. So where well, not the school, sorry, but at the temple. You know what it reminds me of? We went recently. Uh, for a little uh, trip to a daytime trip to Centre Parks Spa. And okay. that is pretty much what this temple area is like. If you look at it, it's got lots of different rooms with water features. That's pretty much what the spa had. Like lots of, yeah, nice. Your, yeah, you had your fire and ice room, you had your herbal room, you had your, you know, blossom room or whatever. And it was, it's like that. Essentially, it's quite a nice sort of atmosphere. But some of the characters in there, although no, not playing the same kind of role, but that, remember that uh, Siri has that conversation with that guy about that loser, his, yeah. his big, is his big tool or something, was it? Uh, he's, he's uh, does he say his weapon or his tool? I think he says tool. I think he's like, well, I've got a massive tool. It's knowledge. And then he drops it on her foot. She says, yeah. you dropped it. You dropped your big tool on my foot. Bit of a weird little innuendo bit. Oh, well, exactly. But it's Siri that takes it forward as an innuendo. He's kind mm. of like sort of playing dumb, but he's clearly infatuated by Siri. And in the books, he builds that infatuation towards Siri. He definitely oh. gets nervous and hotter around her and things. But all this now plays out in this episode. It's amazing because yeah. I wouldn't have thought that that character was from the books. I thought that was a Netflix little jokey character they added in. No, he's definitely, definitely, definitely in it. Um, so then uh car here uh reminds Fringilla, he's like, Don't forget what's important, we need to find that girl. Yeah. So Sorry. back at Nilfgaard, he's had a shave, he looks a lot more Nilfgaardian. He looks good, yeah. I like car here. Um, oh, uh, this is a big bit, big thing that happens. Don't know if you saw this, but this is potentially the big biggest bit of the episode. Uh, there's a main coon cat. The wizard is with this Maine Coon cat. I think, um, oh, it's because he, he visits that couple, that weird kind of couple, to get that information. 
about what Geralt. Oh yeah, to. so this that's the um that's the kind of very uh, magical. Oh, that's a very sort of like a shop in Harry Potter sort of thing where he goes into and it's got books all every everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a main coon cat. I think to it's be Codring- fair, Codringer and Fen is what I think it is. But let's have a look. Codringer and Fen. Codringer and Fen. Codringer and Fen. So um, yeah, he gives them some some money, uh, and they give him information about kind of what's going on with Siri a little bit. Um, and then Geralt is reunited with Yennefer. Yeah. In, in also in the books, uh, so just back to the Cograin and Fen, it's Istrid that's gone oh. there, isn't it? Geralt's yes. not there. I think in no, the no, books, no, wizard, wizard. Yes, man. in the Istrid. books, I think it's more Geralt that goes and does that actually. But we see him, as you said, in a different. He's busy in the other place. Yeah. He, he's. I mean, how harsh is that at the Netflix people? Because he's getting off with Yen now, and flipping Istrid would be fuming about that because he fancies Yen. Yeah, but Yen is there doing some dirty basically he's not she's not there in a yeah but that's okay look if you had a crush on someone like it's fine isn't it you get to hang out with them a bit if they go on and do something evil you still got to have a nice date yeah i mean it depends uh how much betrayal you're willing to accept for well she's you know she's gone to take siri and that could end the world but the date they had a nice kiss how much is a kiss worth? How much Good. is a one-night exactly. stand worth? It's not a one-night stand. It's a romantic kiss. It's not a disgusting drunken... It could lead to something else, though. That's true. They have been up to much a yeah. lot more before. The tension. Year, haven't they? The fruit of the loins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exploring and then Yen and each Siri. other's passions. Oh, exploring, right. Yeah. And then you see Yen and Syria kind of getting on. And then the elf has her baby finally. Fringilla helps deliver the baby, and everyone's like, "Yes, elf." Yeah, baby. Fringilla becomes midwife. Yeah, I mean, what's going on? Fringilla's uh, suddenly got a conscience, I guess, is what's happening, and she's all going a bit good. And Car here's like, "No, we're supposed to be evil." That's basically what's happening. Yeah, that's it? that's a good summation of what's actually happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, oh, actually, oh, this is an interesting point as well. He, this is the next bit. Carhir says to Fringilla, like, uh, Carhir starts putting doubt in Fringilla's mind because he says, uh, well, these elves, we're working, we're working with them now, Northgard and the elves, but as soon as they get a bit of power, are they going to want to take over, right? It's a big, it's a big, you know? And I wrote that that's a bit like the game Risk. Have you played Risk? No, I haven't. I'm aware oh, of it. I thought you would have played Risk. No, I haven't, but... Maybe in, during the fringe, we could uh, do a live stream of you teaching me. It's risk. very long. <laughs> it's very long. That's the only thing. We can definitely play one day. Okay. But it's long. Um, but yeah, basically, you sort of invade other, you, you invade countries and then continents. And when you're playing with like four people, what usually happens with me is I build an alliance with one other person. And I'm like, look, let's kind of work together and get rid of this. This guy's the real danger. And then eventually, obviously, you turn on each other. So Car here has a point. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so it's like it's it's basically um war games and sort of trying to trying to do one over on everyone after you've got their trust. Is that essentially what risk is? Uh it's not supposed to be. No, 
it's not that but it can happen when you're playing with people um so also the the scary voice is also putting doubt in fringilla's mind and i'm still not totally sure what that is now like i said i had to miss a few bits of this episode because i was about to miss an important deadline but um in case i miss something i still don't really know who that is no we don't know okay we don't yet okay. still and, and also this was something that was invented by or written by netflix it's not from the books okay it's interesting mm-hmm. i'm enjoying it bit of mystery uh very different to what we had in season yeah. one where each story would just end uh this has been going throughout for a while now um and then it's a very interesting bit as well when istrid is with those two what were they called i guess codringer and fen codringer and, codringer fen. and fen they're reading through some like elven translated text but there's a mistranslation. So they thought it said that the elves are building a weapon, but it says they're building a warrior. Yeah. Idiots mistranslated it. So this then links, do you know what this all links to? Um, Well, kind of, but they should have used, I mean, there's Google Translate. So why, how have we got Google Translate? Like how can, and then they've, they got magic and they can't even do a translation. I know it's it's. Um, I was angry I mean, about that. I mean, maybe maybe Google Translate is dark magic. You need to learn a different type of magic for it. Okay, fair enough. All right, you win this one. Um. So yeah, so that's what's happening. So I imagine. So uh, is do you know who the warrior is? Do you know what the warrior is? What they're talking about? No, I don't. So it's not the fireman. No, but who's who's the person? Who's the elven person that could cause destruction in the end oh. of the world? Um, oh gosh, I do know. I hadn't even thought about that. He is called so in The Witcher 3, he is uh Uma. No, ugliest man alive. No, 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 not, not that, no, no. Who's, who's the main character in, in this? Mean? Apart from Geralt, who's the main character? Siri, yeah, what she's the one. What kind of blood building? is she? Oh, she's elven blood, yeah. Okay, now was that obvious? Am I was I stupid? No, but it's basically they're trying to work out what the elves, the prophecies are, and what the elves might be planning, and things like that. But th- what they're saying is it wasn't a weapon; it's a warrior. But the warrior, I think, anyway, is is Siri. You know, so I don't understand when they say they're building a warrior. How are they building? I don't Siri? think they are. But this is a really interesting point actually brought up because I was reading the book the other day and I read. You know, sometimes when you're reading book versions of these things, there's massive passages of things that go on and you're kind of four pages in and you haven't really, you've gone a lot into depth into one issue and not really moved the story along. Well, it was one of these sessions. I'm not joking. It went into the genetics of the elves and the genetics of Siri and how it all came about. So apparently there's like a dominant uh, gene and a less dominant gene. And right. in the elven, uh, in the elven world and the, um, in the male elves, it's less, it's less pronounced and it can die out in a few generations. So it's carried predominantly through um, female li- lines. And then it was dying out because it was, there was a couple of males and then like, uh, so this is getting close to where Pavetta comes into it. Um, and then suddenly the gene came back and they reckon it's because there was some, some incestuousness going on that brought the genes back together. Oh, 
dirty elves. Yeah. So I read this like four pages. I was like, wow, it's really interesting. And then at the end, it was like, yeah, so incest. <laughs> so, but it goes very deep, all of that. It's pretty good. They've got yeah. they've got this all. They've really thought this all yeah, through. So, and we go, if we go back to the last episode, that that in the dream, the person with the bleeding and holding the baby, that's all part of the bloodline. Right. Okay, very, very interesting. So this is very useful because I don't know. I mean, if someone's listening and they're sort of watching it along as they listen per episode and they haven't seen the full thing, it'd be interesting to know what whether they figured that out, any of what you just said, or because again, like I said, I mean, I, I had yeah, I couldn't watch this episode as closely. But I don't know if yeah, I I couldn't I didn't get that. I didn't get that that was Siri when they said they're building a weapon. I just I don't know. I, yeah. No, I don't think you would be expected to. And also, I think it's going to build into one of these series where people will watch things again and then see the connections. You know, they've got a lot of things they're not telling us at the moment. You know what? I'm I'm always kind of surprised by the sort of law of the Witcher world. Like, there's so much more to it than I thought. I, you know, I really, at first you just think, all right, it's a guy with a sword, he kills monsters and he's got some friends. But then it's like, there's so much going on. It's so deep and it's it's really good. I mean, this stuff with the elves, like I know we said, I said before that the elves kind of annoyed me a bit because they all just seemed like kind of uh, like grumpy guys, just miserable. And I was like, yeah, fine. Oh, because they've been mistreated, whatever. And then the way, but the way it all ties in together, very nice. It's very, it's very intricately woven. Yeah. Um, the fireman then attacks Siri. He appears. Yeah. With his fire, shoots at Siri. And then we have a great fight scene. Wasn't it so good? This, so this is all in still in the temple, which it's the temple yeah. of, I can never pronounce it, Melitele, something like that. Melitele. And so, yes, well, it's, Siri finds the the boy that was that's sort of infatuated with her injured then comes and finds that yeah the, the fireman and um not, not like a fireman as in you know someone who puts out fires they're quite the opposite our fireman from the start and yeah. his and his uh buddies so he's got a couple of bounty hunters essentially with him who are brothers yeah. and then yen says i'm gonna take you know Syrian look after and they run off into a room and of course at this point this is another thing so this whole thing with Yen taking Siri and I think this is interesting and we can talk about it from the Witch 3 point of view mm-hmm. that essentially Yen is betraying Siri by saying come with me you'll be safe because Yen's trying to get her powers back now this doesn't appear in the books again this is a, a story that comes in but if you remember in the game there's definitely that paternal feeling uh, it's a paternal and maternal feeling between uh, uh, Geralt and Yennefer and Siri. It's almost like that's a family. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know like how this plays out afterwards, you know, once, because at some point Yen's going to be found out, I think. And obviously at some point it's going to be found that she was betraying Geralt and Siri. Now, first question, how could Geralt ever trust any, you know, her with Siri again? But secondly, how could Siri and how could that maternal, uh, you know, sort of relationship develop because I think you almost blow it in that in that sense. I can't. She has to. Um, the way these things tend to work in sort of these fantasy shows and films, I think, is that she needs to uh, redeem herself 
So if she does a big thing and she, I, I think she has to save their lives somehow or something. And yeah, then something. they'll be like, well, okay, then you're forgiven. You know? Yeah. That's usually but- what happens. It has to be a grand thing, right? Yeah. And I'd be interested to see what that is because it's as a viewer, you're going to constantly have a bad feeling about Yen until you see that moment, I think. Anyway, so yes, we're in the temple. They go off. Geralt's left to fight. And we get to see, I don't know about you, but every single time I see Geralt's signs used, I, yeah. I love them. You know, the powers. I love it. A little bit of uh, art. There was some Quen yeah, in yeah. there. Oh, he's really going for it. And like, I, I what I liked about this scene was the punches were really good, I thought. It looked like he was hitting them really hard. Um, the Yeah, choreography was really good. I mean, we talked about it in the first season. Remember in episode one, when he fights that woman? I can't remember her name. And then there weren't many fights like that after. And there was this whole thing about because that was... Um, what's the actor called? Henry Cavill. That was, yeah, apparently that was Henry Cavill's choreographer that he works with and the rest of the season didn't use that. And so there wasn't another fight like that, really. And it was a bit annoying. And now it's like, that was great. And it felt like, you know, I know that some people don't have any interest in the games or whatever, but it reminds you of when you're playing it a bit. There was even a bit when he punches a guy and his tooth comes out and it does that slow motion thing. Yes. Um, And it does that in the game when you when you like when you're fighting like a bunch of bandits and you kind of kill the final one, it will do a little cool animation where he cuts their head off or whatever, and it does a slow motion spin around thing. That was really nice, I thought. Yeah, really good little fight scene. It was a proper really tooth good. that came out as well. It was a, yeah. you know, it was a proper adult tooth. Mm. Yep, and uh, Yen and, uh, is telling Siri, like, we need to get out of here, and I can't use any magic, but this ball is telling us that you've got the magic. So I'll teach you how to do a portal. Yeah, because I think at this point also Siri's been given the ball as a almost task to work out, mm. or a magical task to work, work out when she got there and so she's taken that in with her. But yes, she helped her basically disappear. And then at the end of the fight, obviously Geralt looks over and just says, Yen, what are you doing? Yeah. And then at he that says, point, this is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, Yen, don't. And then she says, I'm sorry. And then basically I, I mean this is the thing you yeah so and that's the end of the episode so, so here's here's the thing right um not only is it not it betraying the trust not only is it betraying the trust i've got a feeling that yen doesn't know the full story about siri how important she is to the whole world events and things like that and i can't believe that we're going to win her like yen's going to go oh my goodness i didn't realize how important you were like she wasn't important before she found out all this. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's going to be but difficult. this is the thing, though. I mean, you're saying, like, oh, Yen can't be trusted and everything. But, I mean, I see it as she's got that voice in her head. Right? Yeah. She's got that evil voice telling her, you need to get the girl, and then that will kind of solve everything. So it's it's like she's been hypnotised, right? I think, right I think there's mind. a different kind. Oh, no, I think it's a different kind of voice in the head. And not to uh, ruin anything for you, there's a different kind of voice in the head that's going to come up very soon, which you're, okay. we, we will talk about in future okay. episodes. But yeah. I'm having to detach the yen I know from the games and the books from the yen in here at this at this juncture, because I'm just sort of like, no, why would you do that to Siri? That's interesting. I think she's really good, though. I think I think yen is a very good character and played very well. I think, yeah, I think all the acting's been really good. Yeah, all the characters I think have been good. The only thing I like, we talked about Vesemir being a bit of a, a bit of a kind of weird, um, kind of a passive character. 
which yeah. which feels wrong. And I know that you said Triss isn't fun enough. Um, oh, one other thing we forgot to mention was that uh, when um, the uh, fireman goes to yeah. Kier Moran, he takes the uh, takes the thingy, doesn't he? Yeah, he takes um, the vial of blood or the concoction things. Yeah, so yeah, we don't know what's going to happen so that's with interesting. that. Yeah, 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 and that's that's the episode. Yeah, that's episode six. Yeah, that is episode only six. Two left. Only two only left, two and two shit left. goes down in the next couple of episodes. Oh my it god, does go down. Do you remember me keep keep saying to you there's something that's going to happen, and you're going to be like, what? Yeah, and it's something I don't that want to think about. It's something it. we already know, but there's also something that you don't know that I didn't know, and I was like, I was actually watching it absolutely horrified watching it thinking this can't be happening and it is happening okay cool i'm looking forward to it so yeah i'll see you see you and see you listeners for episode seven episode seven two left love you bye 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 no you hang up (laughs) 